Greetings, adventurers. Before we begin today's tale, we'd like to talk about our sponsor for a service that is both useful and important. We speak, of course, of NordVPN. NordVPN is a virtual private network application, basically a magic item with infinite counterspell scrolls that can work against the scrying factions of the interwebs and various protective charms that keep your virtual communication pigeons and messages safe. In a technical sense, it establishes a secure connection to a remote server in the astral plane and allows you to access so much more content from across the world and greater multiverse. We set up our podcasting business while we still lived in the US, but after moving to Germany, we saw several problems arise we hadn't expected. Some of the things we needed on a daily basis are region locked to the US, like our banking. So we started using a VPN to securely log onto the banking website until we could talk to our bank about the issue. After two hours talking with them, their grand solution was exactly what we had figured out, NordVPN. But NordVPN isn't only a stoic bodyguard, it also has a fun side. Did you know that a large variety of entertainment is region locked, like your old DVDs? What's a DVD? Let's not make us feel old and instead explain that while you're logged into NordVPN, you can stream television shows as if you were in a different country. <clears throat> I mean, realm state. So you might have access to an entirely new lineup of great entertainment from services you're already paying for and subscribed to. NordVPN even unlocked a menagerie of new German horror content we'd never even heard of and are delighted to be enjoying every week. To get the best discount for your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash darkdice. Our link also gives listeners four extra months on a two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you've been thinking about using a VPN or are looking for a newer and safer way to utilize the content you're already paying for, or really paranoid that the silent one is secretly reading your emails, give NordVPN a try. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Season two of Dark Dice is being pushed back because two of our friends got married and are taking time for themselves like they should. We had a quick chat after the wedding, and that's what this episode is about. We'll be chatting about Iceland, Iceland, our friends, our friendship, and creepy dolls. You can actually hear my soul leaving my body at the end of the episode. Season three of Dark Dice starts next month. Shores of the Silver Thrum. We can't wait to share it with you. I have a broken nose. That's why I sound funny. I've been unconscious quite a bit the last two weeks, and I was hoping to have an episode to you, but I simply did not have the time between all the surgery and recovery stuff. So we have, again, today, this lovely interview. Let's kick us off, Travis, from the past. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, 
It's vital for Piura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Piura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Several years ago, we recorded our first interview with Ethur, which you can hear in the White Vault feed. We all recorded around one Zoom mic, and we talked about our, our many adventures in Iceland and his local stories and such. And now, years later, we play this game called Dark Dice. It's a D&D game, and it introduced all of us together as actual people. That's to say the actors to each other, because they didn't know each other before it. And two of them became friends and maybe got married. So maybe uh, we all went to Iceland for this wedding. It was a lot of fun. And hello. The rest of us are not friends, and we hate each other, and we, yeah. we do not yeah. get along. I have at least one official documentation saying I have at least a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, Travis Vengroff. I'm Caitlin Stats. Hi, I'm Cassie. Hey, I'm Ethel Wilson. And I'm Ham. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't do like a... And, and I'm Ham. Yeah. <laughs> I need to feel included like everyone else. <laughs> the extra this emphasis. Is, welcome to the, the ASMR extra. episode of Dark Dice. <laughs> No, but um, we have actually become friends over the last couple of years, and it's our, our show has become a thing, and our our friendship has become a thing. And More than our show has become a thing, like podcasts are blowing up our lives, and your shows have become a thing as well. Uh, Counterbalance is uh, gangbusters, and uh, also uh, the Lucky Die is doing fantastic with over a hundred and fifty, no, two hundred and fifty episodes. We are on two hundred and seventy-three releases. <laughs> God, that is amazing. So I recommend breathing. <laughs> but we, we got together in person um, not too long ago, I think. Three, Three weeks. weeks at this point. Yeah. yeah. Almost, yeah. So we all got together uh, at, for, for this wedding because you guys got married. We did. Clarify, Hemthor got married. Hemthor. <laughs> no! Hemthor. Nope. Hemthor and Ham. There's none of this mangling of names that is unnecessary. Ship. It's our ship name. <laughs> she still has her name. I still have my name. Everybody's fine. That works in Iceland. Uh, yes, that is that is like a very Icelandic thing of like, yeah, you don't uh, you don't take your partner's name. That's just not a thing because you will always be your your parents' child. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, that would be awkward to be someone else's parents. Well, no, I guess it wouldn't. And I, yes, anyway, I'm diverging because I'm a little bit loopy. That's okay. Be on drugs. I'm not on drugs. I'm just on ibuprofen. And I'm, I'm, I have a head injury. <laughs> I had bones removed from my face. You um, had your nose intentionally broken twice and bits of it removed. Yeah. Rebroken. Rebroken. Yeah, yeah. I'm still wearing the brace. Uh, which is a new one. I just got it today. Anyway, uh, so we all This one went. doesn't smell. <laughs> okay, you. but what about the brace? <laughs> oh. I'll take that. So we, we all, um, we, we traveled for like 18 hours, basically, from door to door to get to your place. Because you don't yeah. live on mainland Iceland. It's an island off the coast of Iceland. Oh, yeah. And it's like... There's a ferry, and there's a whole process to get there. Yeah. And then when we got there, we were the German car. It was us and Kesser, and we're like, <laughs> all right, come to Iceland, learn German. Yeah. <laughs> we did a little German uh, learning session because I had my plus one, who's also uh, German, knee, and I asked Travis if he could pick us up and t take us with him on the ferry so we didn't have to rent a car. And it was a lot of fun, and he did well do his German stretches before we started off. I have it on record. It's pretty good. And Kesser and Nee had so much luggage for such a yep. tiny car. It was a very small car. I was not expecting. Even, you did not even have half of it. Most of uh -uh. it was an Athos car. Yeah. <laughs> So, so we went in Athos parents like much bigger car and we had um, my, my brother and, and my friend Jay um, so they had bought like one tiny bag each mm -hmm. and then we went to pick up Kessie and Annie from their Airbnb and we were like holy shit this is going to fit in our car fuck <laughs> well we were, we were planning to be there for two weeks so yes, yes, yes. exactly like it's good that you took as much as you did because it would have been a struggle <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well it was a struggle even with that amount of luggage no amount of luggage will save you from negative what was it, 10 degrees that random night? Uh, minus 11 in the north, yeah. 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 It was yeah, so warm when we were there. Yeah, yep. we were it there, was, it was like all sunshine. It, yeah, it was, we had sunshine the entire time, but like, um, since we had the camper, we had to keep close a watch on the temperatures at night. And it was like seven degrees in the day. And then randomly when we were in uh, Akureyri, it suddenly went like minus 11 in the night. And we were like, no, we're doing Airbnbs. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Celsius. So yeah, Celsius. It, was like, it was really like, I, I'm going to say warm in bit air quotes. It is, it is uh, locally warm. So mm -hmm. like in single positive digits that's warm yeah it's really um, nice but like a, a day or two after we got back to the island because we took uh my brother and kesser and me to the mainland on the sunday and we drove back on the monday we had snow on wednesday yep like a genuine a good amount of snow yep and we had sunshine but summer already happened we, we declared the first day of summer everyone took the day yep. off yes. it lied it lied <laughs> the lower sang it wasn't supposed to happen so well, we were very fortunate to have that yes. sun when we were there. Well, to clarify, so we, we got on, we, we took a, a train, we took a, a plane, we took a, uh, a bus to get to the car, and then we got to the car, we rented a car, we got to the ferry, we saw a waterfall on the way there, a couple waterfalls. Mm -hmm. And at some point I just hopped on Travis's back and rode him around like a pony. Yes, there was that too. But then we, we got that onto the ferry. another form. And there was like this beautiful sunset and it was like the most scenic sunset you could imagine. We saw like the loneliest house and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, there's whales. And it was like, no. And then he looked at yeah. me and was like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, we got some whales sometimes. <laughs> it's, apparently... it's also like the first time I've ever seen whales on the ferry. Yep, and it was like a minute out of harbor. I'm like, holy shit! I, I saw them already when we were like when we were waiting for Aether and 
uh, I think Travis to get up from the cars. I was like, there's something yeah. out in the bay. What is that? It's like, <laughs> is that a whale? Is the, uh, everyone was just like, no, you're imagining things. That's and I was like, yeah, sure, that's Cthulhu out there, <laughs> raising a tentacle over the, the shore. The thing is, like, normally when we're on the ferry and people are like, oh, I can see puffins flying. I'm like, I can't see shit, bro. Like, I just see water <laughs> and I see I see something flying, but I don't know what the fuck any of this is. But this is the first time I actually saw the fucking whales. Like, mm-hmm. it was so close to us. Unreal. It was amazing. Big and beautiful. Yeah. And then we also, uh, we, we thought we saw puffins, but then Ithor, you, Ithor, uh, you yeah. informed us that the puffins don't fly like other birds. No. How would you describe their flight uh, for those it, who are it, puffin watching? <laughs> I probably used a very specific phrasing that you remember. I just described it like, it's a bird that doesn't believe it can fly. It's like it's having a stroke <laughs> while it's going down. Just so terrified of its All ability. the other birds are beautiful mm, and graceful, graceful, gliding through so. the air. The puffin's like, oh, fucking God, help me. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> But they did look rather graceful when they went under the water. Oh, yes. 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 They look like Batman. Oh, did you guys, uh, when we went to the museum, did you get to see the puffins actually dive into the water? Yes. We have video. Oh, it's fantastic. I had to run off because we had a thing that we needed to do. Oh, that's that's fantastic. I saw them under the water too, and uh, that was before you pulled me out. Yeah, well, I, I I was getting phone calls and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, we saw the, the phrase puffins. when the priest calls you answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ham has been mocking me for like a week now. I was I was in the bathroom, taking care of business as you do in the bathroom, and my phone calls. And I just look at it, and usually I just let, let it like pass, and then I'll just call them later. No, it's the fucking priest. Like <laughs> a couple of days after my wedding, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm answering this. I'm answering this. <laughs> so he answered God's call on the can. So <laughs> if the priest calls, you have to answer, man. It's, it just made sense. The mo- I, I didn't want to get a phone call like, either you have to answer now or else God is cancelling your marriage. <laughs> this is a test. Oh, this was after the wedding? Yeah, it was like a week, maybe two weeks ago. It was like very shortly after the wedding. Oh no, am I getting a message soon that uh, someone is like, uh, needs the the best people to come and verify? Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) going to happen anytime now. No, 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 no. no. I answered the call. No, I have to go back to you. forgot to sign the witness certificate. (laughs) (laughs) No! It's okay. I'm sure Hurley can attest that that Aether or I are related. (laughs) God damn it. But our um, we we had a really great time, and in the weather, we lucked out. So we yeah, got to see the a tour of the island. Like you drove us around the entire island mm-hmm. from from end to end. That was so cool. You pointed out all the stories, which were incredible, about like people surviving shipwrecks miles off, or, sorry, <laughs> kilometers off sea. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> see, you had like the the uh, the David Attenborough version. Uh, Kessir and me had like the poor man's <laughs> version. Aethel's <laughs> version was great. I was like, I'm learning so much. I was like, oh, I don't remember what Aethel told me. Right, we 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 split up into two cars because there was too many of us. We would have had to pile like people in the in the boot. Uh, oh, we so, yeah. <laughs> so we had uh, Travis, Caitlin, and was well, somebody else in Jay, the car? With the, yeah, Jay was in the car with me, and I'm local tour guide over there. And then in the other car, we had uh, two Germans and a Brit going. Hey, <laughs> nice rocks, man. <laughs> But it went from like really serious, like historical facts, like, you know, this is the place where in the something hundreds, uh, our island was invaded by slavers, mm-hmm. these terrible, terrible slavers who until, I guess, the 1980s, it was okay to kill people from that country. Yeah. And then they were going to play like a game of sports and like, you know, we should probably make a law just to say that that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> Let's accept that law. That, that law is kind of out of date. Yeah, it's, it's not like, necessary. Or... 
the section where we went to the new the new land after the volcanic eruption and we got oh, to see all of that. I yeah. mean, that was that was great. And then I tried to explain everything to my father in like a 2-hour long Zoom call and he put up with me. And like <laughs> the island, like how close it really came to being the end for the island during that yeah. eruption like mm-hmm. within meters. Yep. Genuinely shocking. Editor's note, Kessler's dryer went off and we didn't realize during the interview, it will stop making noise in about two minutes. I actually told uh, the entire thing that, like, your volcano eruption created more land um, mm-hmm. uh, to my friend Chiki, who lives, uh, spent like 20 years living in on Santorini, which also has an active volcano. Yeah. And she was yeah. so jealous because she, <laughs> she told me the volcano over there only takes land. <laughs> it's fucking stingy <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Yours at least gives you land. <laughs> uh, the volcanoes taketh and the worlds giveth. Uh, yeah. You just you need to sacrifice more virgins to your ca- volcano gods. That's all we have to do. And then we also like we heard really weird, unique birds that make like this very strange noise that I've never heard before. The loa. And I can't replicate with my yeah. the loa. Oh no! You guys are gonna make a liar out of me on a po- on a recording. I asked yes. my I went and asked my mother about this because I was like. Yes. It was the lower ride. No, it's a bird with the derpiest fucking name. And I, I genuinely, I forgot it seconds after she finished the word. So <laughs> no! I, I, I swear, I swear, before you post this, I'll, I'll, I'll ask them again. We'll get the exact name of the bird and we can post like a link to Wikipedia so you can get the exact bird. Prosa Gauker, the common snipe. Can I say, I actually thought... I didn't know that you had it wrong, but when we were in the the museum, and, or mm-hmm. not the museum, the, the whale sanctuary and puffin yeah. sanctuary, and they had a poster with all yeah, the Icelandic yeah, we, birds we on it, Travis and I were sitting there looking at all of them, we're like, that doesn't look right. Nope, Maybe nope, we didn't nope. see it well enough. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the thing that Travis is talking about, there's a bird in Iceland, and uh, part of its like kind of um, mating ritual is that it flies around and it flaps its wings in a very strange way, and it makes this woo-woo-woo sound and I, I i can't like imitate it better than that and we also learned about the icelandic horses if they ever leave the island they get excommunicated and they can yep. never come back yep by the icelandic horse um community, uh, community. Pope. <laughs> they have betrayed their heritage and must be exiled yeah, so uh, Iceland uh, was a very closed-off community. We really didn't, like... It's really ha- hard to get animals to the island and from the island, so uh, it's it's been, like, very insular for a very long time. And uh, when the commerce became much, much easier, one of the things that Iceland realized was that there's, like, a shit ton of horse diseases out there that we never got. So we just have a blanket ban, no horses in Iceland. Uh, we already fucked up with sheep and cows, if I remember correctly. We basically have all the diseases that everybody else has. So we just put our hands up there. But the horses, like, we're trying to save them. And so far, it's been working perfectly. But it does mean that you will almost never see Icelandic horses in Hollywood movies because then the movie has to be recorded in Iceland. (laughs) And Iceland Mm -hmm. has notoriously shitty weather. And uh, when we're having good weather... Except for those two weeks where we were there. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Well, Cam's brother, he always brings the good weather. It's actually insane. (laughs) That boy's magic. Uh, but yeah, uh, Iceland also is almost always overcast. Like uh, you almost always have just that blanketed cloud over Iceland. It's uh, you can actually see it in if you watch uh, Danish movies or Norwegian movies. It's almost always cloudy, and that's just the state of Scandinavia. We just have a lot of clouds. It's just uh, it's our life. 
your island is small, so I'm like reluctant to be like, yes, we went to Westman Theater. But like also, it's a great place to visit and no one's going to find you because you're really well hidden. Um, <laughs> and but... also, on really bad days when we decide we don't want anyone, we'll make you take the three and a half hour ferry <laughs> and it will actually be four hours, so go fuck yourself. Um... Um, okay. <laughs> but it is it is an amazing place. Do you want me to mention uh, talk about the ferry a little bit? <laughs> yeah, go for it. The, so... the new ferry, the old ferry, which one? <laughs> yeah, I'll mention the, the whole shebang. The ferry. <laughs> <laughs> the true fairy. Um, so uh, Vestmanair is a small island on the south coast of Vestmanair. And we used to have a three and a half hour ferry. He means the south coast of Iceland. Yeah, I got that too. What did I say? Vestmanair. Vestmanair is on the south coast of Vestmanair. <laughs> well, not wrong. But uh, it's there too. Wrong. It's there too. <laughs> so Vestmanair is a small island on the south coast of Iceland. And we used to have like a two and a half, uh, two and three quarters of an hour ferry that went all the way. We recently built a new harbor, so now you only have to, to go on the ferry for 40 minutes. Uh, and it's been a giant boon to our tourism. And uh, we also changed ships recently. So we we got this new fancy electric ship. And it, it looks like a toy. It like you, you throw that thing in the ocean and it genuinely looks like a, a like a, a Playmobil, like a thing you give your child to play around with the bathtub. It doesn't have any harsh edges. It's really smooth. It opens it's... the mouth and then it goes, nom, 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 nom. Yeah, yep. <laughs> noms the cars. <laughs> um... Uh, but uh, yeah, and it's it's like it, it's supposed to be able to go from one harbor to the other harbor on a single charge. They're kind of fighting it right now. And also they, they admitted well, there was like an emergency and they had to like hurry the boat up. I think there was somebody injured and the helicopter was away. So they turned on the diesel engines that are also on the boat and upped the electric engines to like 80 or 90 percent. And then went the entire journey in like 25 minutes was like half the time. And I, there was a moment where, like, the rest of us Manera just kind of looked on and went, like, you fuckers. Wait a minute. Why? <laughs> was this an option? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, um, it's a very, like, uh, weird little part of the journey. And it's almost impossible to catch flights to West Manera currently because there's arguments about the airport. Yeah. Uh, who's going to flip the bill, basically, is the argument. Yeah, uh, kind of that. And um, the the ferry that we have that can go to two ports. We have, like, a good weather, good condition mm, port yes. and a really shitty one. And the really shitty one is the one that takes, like, three-ish hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one that's much closer is, like, 40 minutes. Um, and, yeah, we have a, we have a new... A newer ferry, which is super cute and mm-hmm. nice. And then we have the old ferry, which looks like it fucks and does stuff. So <laughs> The old ferry looks like a boat. Like, <laughs> the new ferry looks like some gentle cruise ship or something. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it is. And it's always broken. The doors are always broken. <laughs> uh, yeah. On the topic of boats, we also went on a, a, a like a little boat ride uh, around mm. the island, which was incredible. Uh, like the weather was perfect. The sun was yeah. shining. They played a a killer soundtrack the entire way through. We saw the stone elephant. Yep. And I didn't get sick. You didn't. <laughs> yeah. And Caitlin, Caitlin, who's boat sick, didn't get boat sick at all because it was like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Rip Safari. They took us the, all the way around the island north of it and like very far to the east of it. They didn't do the south coast. It would have been fun to do that too. But mm, I'm I think that it. was like an extra hour of yeah. travel time. And they often yeah. don't do that in uh, before we get proper summer because mm-hmm. it's a little bit more iffy around that side of the islands. Yeah. Um, before the time. Well, on the north side, you have, have all of Iceland kind of tempering the ocean. On the south <laughs> yeah. side, you have... The ocean. The ocean, yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming the waves there yep. get like a lot more aggressive. Yeah. 
And yeah, they took us to like see all the cool things, and it was genuinely such a, a nice thing they did. We were their first customers of the year. They literally set the boat afloat uh, so that we could go out because my grandfather's little dinghy thing, some random motor broke, and then the entire <laughs> boat doesn't work. And I'm not talking about the big off, off like the the water, the, the the propeller wasn't broken. It was like a random other motor that just broke and everything failed. Yep. So <laughs> no. Yeah. So we we could have had our like fancy entire circle trips but that would not have seated 11 people so yeah uh, we got the best snug. a wedding party it was a wedding party <laughs> it was a genuinely a party <laughs> yeah and it was it was really fun and the the lady was uh, the, the tour guide was like really nice i i genuinely do recommend like yeah. if you have money to burn like go do a rip safari tour it's I- cool I remember yeah. sitting in the front and then the lady came to the to the front and was talking uh, like she was mentioned like she was pointing at the back and was like and over there is a- like Aethor and I was like wait is Aethor manning the boat I turned around <laughs> and I was like <laughs> yeah so, the so the captain of the boat is also yeah <laughs> Yep, I, I, had, I had a moment of shock there. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it, it, it was, it was oh, no, a weird I flex. I, I tricked you guys onto the boat. And I was like, ah, look at me. I'm the captain, captain. now. <laughs> uh, and then also there were like cannon shots. There was a cannonball from like the 1600s mm-hmm. that was just still stuck in the wall where they like tested cannons from pirates or something. That's the story. Like I've heard that story a bunch of times and I, I can't get over the fact that it sounds like too fun of a story to be real. <laughs> like I, I get that feeling like, I don't know. I feel like history has been massaged into an entertaining story when the reality yeah, is. That's, that's uh, definitely what it felt like to me too. Yeah. Like the reality probably is at some point in the 1800s, somebody noticed that thing in the wall and was like, Hmm. Is that a rock or a cannonball? Let's say it's cannonball. <laughs> it totally looked like a cannonball. But well, if you do want to see cool rocks, it was also a very good trip for cool rocks. Yes. <laughs> the stone elephant was, was amazing. Uh, was not just the stone elephant, but the cave systems, Those the geological rocks. formations. It was awesome. And that, that one cave where we where you could see like the other side uh, shining through the water. Yeah, yeah, that, that was super was cool. Incredible. My favorite part uh, of the whole trip, not favorite part, but like a highlight for me was when we took the boat out and he, uh, they were going to show us the elephant rock and they took us out like really far. And just as they turn around they, and I heard the lady and okay, so if you guys look over there, you can see the elephant. And then, you, and then I hear Caitlin go, oh my God, look at that insert yep. really complicated rock formation word. <laughs> oh, you can totally see how the insert more information about rocks. <laughs> the stratification is so divine. We just looked at the other one. <laughs> I, I did not see the elephant at first. I was also looking at that round circular thing at first. Yeah. That the, the the I don't know, it looked like a hole in the wall or something or like it cracked open in a circular formation. And I was like, is that supposed to be like I I didn't know the elephant. I'd never saw it on Pinterest or whatever. <laughs> so I took a photo of the wall and then later on the photo I was like, "Oh, now I understand what the fuck they were talking <laughs> about." Did you never see the elephant when you were out there? Oh, I was it. focusing on the on the circular thing in the wall. Oh. If, if I had been near you instead of in the back, I would have pointed it out to you and I would have it would have you would have seen it. <laughs> I knew though, as soon as we were coming around, I was like, "That is the elephant rock." It was it was amazing. 100%. It was, I've it was seen that picture cool. a million times. <laughs> I've never seen the picture. Neither I have awesome. I. I like rocks. I, yes, you do. 
that's you guys have different Instagram and Facebook feeds. <laughs> also, I'm not yes. I'm not a big fan of elephants, so it's not like if I uh, Google elephants all day, I probably would have found it eventually. <laughs> that is just not part of my search history. It's all bunnies. Yep, <laughs> all bunnies. I'm sorry, we don't have any bunny rocks. But did you have bunnies? I never saw, like I saw a lot of animals while we were in Iceland. The only thing I did not see were cows and bunnies. The most mundane so things. You probably saw cows. <laughs> you probably saw cows, but they looked like horses from a distance. No, no, no. We 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 thought we saw cows, but then we drove closer and they were horses. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we had the exact opposite. Are you thing. sure you weren't close to cows? And if you had driven away, they would have been horses. Like. I mean... <laughs> We even saw um, reindeer several times, and one person uh, in front of us almost did a, a complete stop in the middle of the road, and we were right behind them, uh, mm. because they were like, oh my god, there's reindeer over there. And like, um, he turned around in the middle of the road. He did a U-turn on the middle of the road while we were behind him, <sighs> and drove back, and then drove into like a little ditch so they could photograph the reindeer. And we were so yep. confused, we also, like, we <sighs> were in shock because they did a complete break, so we had to yeah. drive to the side of the road. And we're like, catch our breath, make sure everything is still, like, stable. Like, we yeah. already saw the reindeer, but we were like, <laughs> okay, we're going to see some other ones eventually. There are several, probably. <laughs> your your life is not worth a single viewing of a reindeer, Kessid. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kill endless amount of tourists, <laughs> Germans, to get to the attention. Hem, did you, did you have a lot of fun the, uh, the, the time that we were all together? Were you, were you having a good time? fucking amazing i i was genuinely so happy that not only travis caitlin and kessir could make it that like we had a couple of hams friends from uh britain like we had so many people that i wanted to show up that i was really uh, what's it what's it called i was pessimistic i i yeah, prepared I, like, for the worst uh, obviously I, I told like a, a good group of the brits um that i still have good contact with like hey I'm getting married i want you guys to come and I think it was like middle of February and I was like, no one's coming, yeah. no one's confirmed, no one's yeah. booked anything. And, and really... the weekend is really rough because they also have like the confirmation weekend. So yeah, it was looking really rough until like the middle of February when my friend was like, oh, I booked the tickets now. Oh, okay. And then Thursday was like, oh, I booked my tickets too. And my lady's coming. I'm like, oh, holy shit. Everyone's okay. I-, I need to find places to put you all. Fuck, fuck, we're running out of beds. <laughs> <laughs> ran out of beds real quick. Yeah, uh, we did. But it, it was so just like, it was genuinely kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. There, there's not the right words for it. I I never planned or dreamed of, like, I'm, I'm not one of those people. Like, I was just like, yeah, I'll get married one day and it'll be a nice day. And as the day got closer and closer, it's just like, it slowly dawned on you, like, oh, there was like things you want and things you'd prefer to happen. And you, you would like certain people to be there. People yeah. you didn't know you wanted to be there five years ago. Like ten years ago, you didn't realize you wanted these people there, and like there's a there's a single person that that didn't that couldn't make it, which was absolutely crushing. We did everything we could to try to help them, actually. But uh, I, I I figured quite a while back that he probably wouldn't be able to afford it because one, the flights from the U.S. were fucking ridiculously expensive, and he, obviously he would lose the time for work and and for money and stuff. Um, so I, I sent him a little message like, "Hey, I know this might not be able to be a thing, but I still want you to be a part of our day." So he wrote our uh, music in the chapel. Yes. Um, it was and... so beautiful. You yeah. guys sang as well. And oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to embarrass you. I'll just shut up. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, so, so Neil wrote this like 
beautiful piece of music and I think it was on iteration seven before I let Athel listen to it. <laughs> I was getting so stressed because I could see her get like iteration three was when I was like, what am I? Like, I didn't say anything, but I was sitting there going like, am I going to be included in this? Uh. <laughs> no, but like, the, like Neil went through so many iterations of it. Um, like, I think it was on version like 27 by the time we actually had the music for the church. Um, and he sent me looped versions of it as well later on. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Neil. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember like listening to it on my headphones. I'm like, this is beautiful. The whole piece is like six minutes long and it's really gorgeous. And then Athel went upstairs to um, test the music with Hurley um, and the priest to get his phone to connect to the Bluetooth. And Kessa and I were standing down in the in the hall and the music started playing. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to start crying. You like, what were, the fuck now? crying and we were like oh no we have to watch out so they don't when they, when they come back we have to do Mandy things again yep, yep. <laughs> we're Mandy you guys were doing push ups when we came downstairs yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was flexing. so cool it was very pretty uh, very nice church uh, and then also like the priest was very considered he's like oh well there's more people who speak English in this location than I've had it here in a while so I will do half in English it was quite fun uh, yeah, Vedar was a really, really accommodating priest. Uh, yeah. We explained to him really early on that Ham mostly speaks English and more than, almost more than half the congregation that was going to show up. Congregation. I decided to use that word just because I know it. As a, as a, <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> uh, more than half of the people showing up were going to be English speaking. And as such, he offered to do it in English for us. So it yeah. was really nice of him. And yeah, there, there was one thing that he kept harping on that was really like kind of heart crushing. Um, he kept saying, um, can you guys do live music? Um, yeah. Since COVID, I've had to do so much Spotify and it just it sounds so canned and fake. And like I'm hearing the same song in five different people's special day. Like it's not special anymore, guys. And, he, and I was just like. No, I can't. I can't hire an orchestra to play Neil's song because or... Neil doesn't know what the notation is. <laughs> he can't write that. He couldn't, he couldn't do that. He could give you the piece, and someone who could transcribe it could do it. But we yeah. can't fly Neil out here. We can't afford that. That's not happening. We tried. We already tried. We tried. Well, so you guys sang at the beginning again. It was it was very pretty. It was a very lovely song. And then also, there's a really funny moment where the priest is like, "So, this couple has come together." Through the forces of one person and one person alone. <laughs> and I could see, like, him looking over her shoulder, like, yeah. And yeah. I was like, God. <laughs> was like, You've been called worse things. I, like, honestly, like, through through that whole, yeah, through that whole bit. And he's like, obviously, we know, it's like, is he, he going to talk about Travis? Really? And then he said, God. And I was, I almost, I almost broke down into laughs. <laughs> I almost did. Like, see that. I thought I would have to keep, take that to my grave. Like, I thought this moment was, like, one I would, like, die knowing, like, what the fuck was that, Aether? Like, you clearly do not understand social cues and important of words. Because, like, yeah, as he says, like, and we all know uh, there's a single a single person who brought them together. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, like, Travis is really the thing. That wasn't in the letter I wrote you. How do you know this? God! Like, mm, right, you're homie. You're your guy. Yeah, please, like, you're homie. That was so good. But, um, oh my gosh. Uh, and then the center as well. I just want to mention the center. So people who potentially do visit West Manier, do check out the center. What is the center called professionally? If you're going to look uh, it up. The Beluga Whale Sanctuary? Bel- Beluga Sanctuary and Puffin Rescue Center. 
the center was really nice uh so i'd arrange for y'all to meet because i'm like i need you guys to be busy uh, if we have to go do something you guys are entertained and we don't have to like you know um still feel like your time here is not wasted and then um i spoke to thora afterwards the, the woman who runs the sanctuary now she's like oh no no don't worry about it. don't worry about paying it's a thank you it's, it's a gift from us for what we've done I'm like holy shit okay yeah. <laughs> nice <Aww. laughs> i was really shocked nice. when you just went into that corner of a very large house and you were like yeah that's a sea life center and I'm like yeah. the fuck am I expecting is this like a little corner store there's the bakery <laughs> on the other side and it's like, this is where they keep the beluga whales oh, oh, and then okay. we're standing in the gift shop and we can hear Hen's voice coming from the other room oh no <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to hear the rarest of rare uh, Hen recordings <laughs> the yes. wild documentarian out there yeah yep. yeah yeah, they wow. replaced the speakers, so I actually sound better now. Ooh. I still don't sound like me, but I feel really bad for Ern, who's the guy who's on the desk. Um, he's also our neighbour, so he, even though I've left, he still has to listen to me every single day on loop. <laughs> I want to clarify also that the, these uh, whales, that are, they're rescue whales, and they're mm-hmm. not able to be brought out into the wild. They're working on improving yeah, their skills. So, uh, yeah, little grey and little white were... Um, basically in shanghai and they're in really rough conditions and they're being used as show animals um the company that then purchased the places where they were were like yeah this is not this is not okay but little gray and little white can't be released back into the wild they just do not have those skills and we as humans cannot teach them how to interact with a bigger pod and we cannot teach them how to hunt for themselves that's something that they learn through behaviors and we can't mimic that because we're not a one-ton whale um but uh actually about a week after you guys came they got uh placed into their sea pens so they're now actually outside in the bay so they have that huge bay just to to themselves and mm-hmm. they are acclimating they're acclimating well like they they sent me a video they were like we did it we did it i'm like oh, i'm so fucking proud of you all <laughs> so. yeah, i remember you sent us the message while we were still driving around i yeah. think we were really i think we were on the way between um the the arctic henge and Höfen. And um, we were like, well, we, I guess we have to make another stop in Westminster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have to go see the whales. Do you there. see the whales again? Yeah. No, they're much, much happier out there. You can just tell instantly. Like, they're, they're so good out there now. Do you think they're eating the, the, the flatfish at the bottom again? <laughs> I think the population recovered enough while they were gone, yeah. <laughs> so in Iceland, we have a very common fish. I think it's just called flatfish. It's this fish uh, that place. is... <clears throat> it's a place. What is a, it's no. called place. The f- oh, the fish. the fish is called place. Yeah, with an eye. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, there's this fish, and it's 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 this flatfish, and it just it he- hugs the sand, and it just swims around the sand, and eats little critters and whatnot. And Ham told me that the first time they were brought out <laughs> into the bay, um, the one of the beluga whales would not eat from the f- uh, people, but he would regularly come up with these flat fishes, show them off, and then go away. Can I just <laughs> so like... they they would try to trade the flatfish they'd gotten from the bottom of the ocean in exchange for fish. <laughs> they were like, "You have this, right? I bought you a toy. Please give me fish." <laughs> Look, it's, I cleaned up my pen. Can I have food it's now? So funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Such a dog thing to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. And apparently, also one of the one of the rescue birds is not a puffin. 
It's a bird that just keeps coming back. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, so they have they have a, they they rescue puffins um, during the summer when the puffins come. Some of them get too sick to go or be released again, or they mm-hmm. lose an eye or some shit. Or um, they're just like they haven't recovered by the end of the puffin season. Yeah, so. that's that's often more the case than not. Um, and yeah, there is a there's a bird called a guillemot here. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it got found like a couple of days out of the nest. It was really small and it got dropped off. And uh, the guillemot refuses to leave. Yeah. So they'll they'll take it like out of the ocean, away from the island, and it will just get back to the sanctuary before them. So they are stuck with the guillemot. They said they went to an island which has a really strong guillemot <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, population, and they released the guillemot to the other guillemots, and it acclim- like it went into the group. And they were like, okay. Our job here is done. Like that's after we three failed releases. Because they tried to get it away by taking it, like by taking it out to the bay and uh-huh. like, uh, f- um, like um, going to different areas on a canoe. So it would get follow them and then see the other birds and fly off. And they did this so many times that the thing keeps coming back. But yeah, went to another <laughs> island. And they were like, came back and this fucking guillemot was on the step on like the the the, the doorstep outside. They were like, well, okay, mm. we have tried everything. <laughs> I guess you're quite fun. I guess we're friends now. Yes. <laughs> I'm just imagining them like arriving at their car and the guillemot is seated on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> Looking betrayed. <laughs> that was cool. When are we going home? It was nice visiting relatives. When are we going home? <laughs> don't leave me with them. They don't have air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, guys, um, it was it was lovely getting to to see you again in person yes. and hang out and uh, oh my gosh, just being around you all again and then being in Iceland because Iceland's a fantastic backdrop for fun at any given point of the year. Anytime. Uh, and guess what? Maybe not the winter so much. You bitter experience, my friend. Not the winter so much. Uh, <laughs> the only other time we've been to Iceland was during the winter. You're, you're, That's the Northern Lights. It, it it is pretty to see the Northern Lights. Yeah, you're right. But no, like what was it? Last winter we had like three different blizzards that yep. kind of just locked down the island. Yeah. One of which on the 24th, which is Icelandic uh, Christmas Day. I know most people celebrate 25th, but Iceland 24th. No, no, no. And Americans yeah, like, do it. The rest of the world, twenty fourth. Oh, is it just America? It's the twenty fifth in the UK too. Oh, it's the English speakers. (laughs) So yeah, uh, we had like a massive storm on the twenty fourth. My dad absolutely destroyed his car coming to pick us up. (laughs) The snow was like literally up to like halfway up our thighs. No, it was well past our waist in areas, dude. But we were basically kind of like snowed. Like we had like deep snow probably between like the end of November right through to like February. Yeah, it was Uh, shockingly long. When people were booking their flights here, it was still snow on the ground. Like, Mm. and it, it was so... The, the the weather was so bad that yeah like the island has been cut off for like days and days on end yeah. um, I think we only lost power properly to the mainland once yes so we're only on backup um, power for like a couple of days but yeah like we probably cut off from the mainland probably about a week or so over Christmas mm-hmm. or like over the, the winter period uh, we just can't get off the island we fucked um but yeah, no, I don't recommend us in winter. That's when it's extra difficult in winter. Yes, yes. Just a little bit. And that's why you stock up at Costco. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I Coffee for Costco. days. Is there actually a Costco on Vestmanair? No, no. We, no. Okay. we have the one Costco in um, just outside Reykjavik. Yeah. Uh, me and Ham always stop by there when we go to the mainland because they just they have such. You know what? Fuck Costco. I'm not advertising them in this conversation. Fuck them. <laughs> but we appreciate your coffee and how much you sell. Yeah. <laughs> and your uh, their gas station, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> can't be beat. Can't be beat. It was genuinely like really amazing to have everybody over. I enjoyed like just so much seeing you guys again. I, I missed you a bunch. Didn't realize how much I missed you guys until like we finally met in person again. Yeah. Uh, well, imagine and... next time when you don't have the stress of a wedding hanging over you. <laughs> we only meet them during stressful situations. That's like the rule. Like, there has to be a live show or there has to be like a wedding. Can we just have like a chill meetup? It's point? because we don't just randomly be like, hey, you just want to hang out in Vestman Air for no yeah. apparent reason? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go through another 18 hour travel ordeal? No, let's put it in winter where you also have to do a three and a half hour ferry. Oh, no. Yeah, turn those 18 hours into 20 hours and then let's talk. No. Oh, we're meeting for a panel, but that's also, I guess, work and stressful. Yes. We're doing TwitchCon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah, that's, I think it's just me coming. I think Athel, well, Athel yeah. is staying here because. Well, yeah, I've got yeah. bullshit to do. Work. <laughs> Somebody has to work. Uh, I'm, I'm just. I, I look forward to the next time we guys can meet up. And I, I like like Caitlin was saying, I hope to God we can once just pick a moment where we're all just like, you know, let's just hang. And that's much more realistic right now since the the, the three of you guys live now in Germany. Um, I'm hoping that in like a year or two, me and yeah. V can take a day off and just... Travis, Caitlin and I had to go to Iceland to see each other, even though we're from the same country. <laughs> yeah. you know, it, was, it was even easier. Like the flights to get to, to Iceland were, were shorter than the, the train to get to each other. <laughs> but the trains are fantastic. <laughs> we're just very... Germany's very big. As someone who's used the German trains for uh, all of my life, no. <laughs> <laughs> we've had... We've had but I have no alternatives experiences so far <laughs> the alternatives is america where yes. the trains try don't to exist you. okay <laughs> <laughs> jump. Jumpy. well there's no trains in iceland so uh i don't know if that's a deal breaker for the next time <laughs> seriously thank you guys um i'm trying to think of anything else we wanted to say before wrapping up but it's just it was amazing. Amazing. Thank you for sharing your, your life And you guys look so happy up there getting married. The, the TSA agent who stopped us the first time we all met and said, are they really your friends if you haven't met them in person? And then like... <laughs> look at us now, random TSA <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. I have friends. <laughs> uh, we fight that TSA see agent. See this? See this? I have a friend. <laughs> oh, you do that, Kessie? It was a little I, finger. I don't have my ring on. Ah. <laughs> It's already gone. Them, it's already lost. We had to have them um, shrunk. Yeah. yeah. So well, when Travis and I got married, we just had rings from Walmart because ours weren't made yet. Oh. Yes. So they I were very painful. I thought you had them shrunk before you picked us no, up. No, so I had to pick uh, them up. The like okay. when when we drove out to get y'all and meet y'all, like we had to pick them up that morning. Yeah. Um, the day before, obviously they called like, hey, or days before, like, hey, can we do them another day? I'm like, no, we're getting married. We're gonna be in Reykjavik this later. Give them yeah. to us. Um, but no, like we had the rings on for like a couple of days, and we were both like, yeah, we're about to go on a very water based honeymoon. Maybe we should not take these incredibly loose rings. <laughs> so we're getting them resized and re-engraved. Um, so yeah. Well, if you do. Fall in the water and die, and your body gets waterlogged. You will not lose your ring because of how soggy yeah. it gets. Kessir, I'm less worried about losing the ring once I'm dead. <laughs> I am just trying to see the positives, okay? I don't think it's a positive if I'm dead, Kessir. But you're not <laughs> going to lose the ring. Oh, I should say one thing. This is important for for those listening. Uh, 
as our, our dearly lovely friends are going on honeymoon, uh, Dark Dice will be premiering a new season, season three of Dark Dice, uh, next month in June. Uh, Shores of the Silver Thrum, featuring an all-new cast, all-new story. It's going to be terrifying and awesome and co-DMs, myself and Caitlin. Caitlin's going to be making it even scarier than ever before. I should probably say words instead of just making hand motions. <laughs> they can't say the hand motions. It's a podcast. Yes, on a very audio podcast. <laughs> Just know that Caitlin sold this like 10 times better just using hand motions. Yeah. So yep. she did. <laughs> and if she can she's... sell it 10 times better with a single hand motion, imagine what she can do when she's GMing. Oh, oh brand, yeah. <laughs> I got it, it. It will be madness. So uh, I look forward to sharing all that with you guys. Then we've got a lot of new things and just wanted to say that to people. If they're like, oh, wait, you're going on. How are you going to record episodes? The answer is we're going to season three and then we'll come back to season two after season three is done. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is 100% more about the fact that you guys got married and now you're going on honeymoon. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Travis, when you just moved your head into the picture, there was suddenly a doll and I got scared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we have a little uh, for those who can't see there's a small German doll uh, everybody else can't see my mother thought it was the cutest thing and just like put it in my room one day in my office and I was like oh it's a doll and then Caitlin's like why is Satan in your room and then Isa was the same way and, like all the, the dogs that we sit occasionally also ha- have this irrational fear of this doll it's I think not irrational Travis take Travis. a screenshot and look at that creepy ass <laughs> pagan witch That's doll behind you Travis, for the, for the rest of no. your life, you have to keep that thing there. Draw a third eye. <laughs> you got it. I did. You know I who did. it is you are dealing with. Do not. That'll be our Do cover. not tell me to go away. <laughs> I will eat your soul. I don't know why she bought this and left it in our house. But she left it here. She didn't take it home with her. But I, um, we'll... I just love that the Zoom background filter thing is like, oh yeah, yeah, we've got we got Caitlin, we got Travis, we got the doll. <laughs> oh no, music! No, all of our props are real. Be it the creepy doll or the box of human teeth. Yeah, oh. we've got the real. But we'll have we'll have more creepy dolls in Shores of the Silver Thrum. She's got the, the eyes that open and close no. when you lay her down. Yes. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, I thought her lashes looked super uh, creepy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm having like a fucking nostalgia attack over here. My mom also has a creepy doll for some reason. It was suddenly sitting over the laundry machine. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's always just following Kessel around. Uh, (laughs) And Kessler never came And it has this weird expression that made me think, what has she seen? Oh, they're like... (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's horrifying. Shadows in the broken, like the wax nose that's kind of melted. What the hell? In the broken light, if she's screaming blood, look at her. Yeah, that's a legit question. No, it was not stuck behind the dryer. It was just suddenly sitting on the laundry machine. I'm like, why is this here? And I'm like, it's cute. cute. It's very important that you hear me. You just leave the house. (laughs) It is the doll's house now. Get your mom and leave. Oh my god, those no, two my mom dolls can never be in the same room together. No! I just, I injured myself laughing from terror. Stop eating. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's like she's screaming. It's like so Mom wants to tell us a secret. Why is something... Why does it look so droopy? <laughs> I don't know. It's supposed to be children, not 90-year-olds. Like, I don't know what's wrong with her. Why she's looking like Every a... angle is new torment. 
It's so much worse when the light hits its eyes. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's it's like she was forced to sing the, the Dark Dice musical. Or something. Oh. Oh. She could not read the word about that, because it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> like, guess it you held it in front of you and you had its back towards us and I was like the reveal of the doll is never gonna be as good like like I see what you're doing you've got a little bit of a showman in you right now like yeah you're gonna reveal that doll it's gonna be stupid looking like nope oh my god creepy ass fuck that's oh. much worse oh. that's the worst doll I've ever seen in my life <laughs> like Robert the doll is not as scary I've met Robert oh. the haunted, legitimately haunted doll oh fuck me oh my god I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Travis. I hope your your I hope your ha- face heals from this this assault from Kessin. <laughs> I'm like another day. It's just dislodging all the wounds inside his nose. Ah, the piercing damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional damage and piercing damage. Seriously, guys, thank you. Uh, I love you all so much. And uh, anything else we wanted to say? Otherwise, we'll we'll wrap this up. We love you too, and thank you for coming. We love you, and thank you for coming. Yeah. We'll see you again in a non-pixelated variety at some point. I'll see you too, at least. Mm. TwitchCon Paris in June. Oh, my nose is bleeding. July. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, I'd go deal ju- with that, my Twitch friend. TwitchCon Paris in July. <laughs> I will get the right tickets to the right month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys Please. there. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you, guys. Bye. Bye. story of monsters, mystery, and myth, and the four adventurers who have banded together as heroes and as friends. And then he hears Val's voice from above, and then he basically feels better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who come together to make the world a little safer for their fellow mortals. Large creatures. I brought Hody! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We can't put Hody in danger. Well, I guess it's hero time. Reckless Attack is a weekly, collaboratively built, and character-driven D&D 5th edition actual play podcast. Join us at our table as we explore a homebrew fantasy world whose future is built on the mistakes of the past. A story of ultra giants and saints, legends and rediscovery, and stacks of frogs. Checkers is building his own Ewok village. (laughs) (laughs) Check us out at RecklessAttack.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.